Okay. What up, what up? Hello, welcome. hello, hello. <laughs> and welcome back to another episode of Thoughts Pen the Podcast. It's your host, Shot, and my co-host. Shadana. And we have a special guest. Lita. So, uh, how y'all doing today? Good, good. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming, Miss Lita. TGIF. TGIF. And I'm happy to be here. Yay. Nah, I can relate. It's been a long week. <laughs> yes. Definitely. So, we want to get right into the subject today. Or I want to just talk about, I don't know, ease into it. I follow your direction. How about that? Oh, you're going to put all on me? Yeah, you put it all on me. <laughs> so this week we're going to talk about mental health. Um, <laughs> let me see here. Uh, so, Shadali, I mean, you're the one that really came up with this subject. So, okay. start the question. We'll flow well, from we, there. We would like for you to, well, I would like for you to tell you just a little teeny bit more. I know you, last episode you were with us. You mentioned that you're a guidance counselor for high school. Mm-hmm. Could you tell me what that background would include? Like, what? Well, actually, we don't use the term guidance counselor anymore. Okay. Oh, what's the proper term? Counseling. School counselor. School counselor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. We learning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, like, you know, because we're on a podcast, so people can't really visualize or whatever. But it's mm-hmm. like when you say guidance counselor, you think of like just like something off the movies, like a little, you know, older oh. lady. Oh, yeah. the glasses. Yeah, some glasses. You probably, was, you probably personality wig. glasses. I'm sure. Some little, you know, yeah, <laughs> big boot. <laughs> yeah, she might have some things, you know, right. with the shoulder pads. Then mm-hmm. you're terrible. <laughs> but I'm actually, you know, I like I like to call myself your fave school counselor, or whatever, because mm-hmm. like you know, just based on my appearance or whatever, you wouldn't think I am a school counselor, but more so one of the students. So I get mixed up for one of my students like all the time. <laughs> oh wow, ACC, perhaps the best. But um, but yeah, so. Um, but that's the best part about my job because that's really the essence of why I even wanted to do what I decided to do was because I felt like I wanted to be to them what I wanted somebody to be to me when I was their age. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that I like, you know, touching, you know what I'm saying, 30, but I still look like I'm their age. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that makes so sense. that brings the best of both worlds on top of, you know, what it took to do it or whatever. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. I see. Do you see yourself in any of your students? Oh, yeah. Like, all, well, not only do I see myself in some, some of them, I see a lot of us in some of them. Like, mm-hmm. us as adults, like, yeah. our peers, like, just who we are and how we came about. Like, the cycle continues in a different mm-hmm. way. You know what I mean? Like, we're, like I said, still in our late, you know, in our 20s or whatever. Yeah. And we sound old when we, like... I remember that day we used to do this mm-hmm. and that, and people used to yeah. do that to us. Right. Yeah. So, so it's like, yes, I see all like myself and all of us in them. So it's just like I just feel like I relate to them on so many different levels, even now, because it's like really when you're speaking into them, mm-hmm. you're still speaking to yourself because the same things that we were learning then still applies now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, life is way. life. Yeah, absolutely. So definitely see myself in them because, like I said, I'm talking to them. Feeding into them the same things I want to remind myself on a daily basis. Like, oh, so question then. So let's uh, after your students, like I guess, progress to the next grade or graduate, whatever the case may be. Do you still keep in contact with some of them, or do they contact you? Well, I'm actually, um, I'm still early in the game, so mm-hmm. my my kids haven't, you know, gotten to that level yet. But the 
great thing is I get to go up with them. Okay. Saying? So this is my second year with them, and then next year they will be graduating. So I feel like I'm gonna be graduating with them. Right. Yep. Okay. You know. Wow. That's how it was in my high school. I still keep in contact with mine to this day. Mm-hmm. But you know what's out. so interesting is when you talk to a lot of people, including myself. Like I never met my school counselor in high school. Really? Yeah, I met so her senior year. And I, I was met about my really? senior year too. Yeah. I yeah. kind of knew um, her because she had been there for a while, but. Mm-hmm. It's not like they was doing weekly checks on us or anything. Mm, let, right. just, but, let me make sure you're okay. Yeah. Just that. But you know what? To be on the other side of the fence or whatever, I see a lot of like what we experience, you know, being in whether just in the school system in general, whether it's public, private, but I never went to private, so I'm just speaking <laughs> from a public <laughs> perspective. Just, you know, it really doesn't, everyone has a different role and different position, but like you all get, we're all influenced by like, the teachers, whoever, the custodian, you know, yeah. the like, right. different people that you interact with on a daily. So being on the other side of the fence is not as like accessible. I see why maybe you don't get to catch everybody. Yeah, you because, like when you're Absolutely. a student, you don't even realize like me, I've I'm one like last year I was one counselor to four hundred and eighty students. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like mm. how can I ever cross paths with every one of them and sometimes like they don't all need your assistance so you have your ones that's independent and for me I wasn't a student that I think was like a high flyer in high school anyway so it made sense I guess I didn't get to know her until yeah. senior year you know yeah where other people have different levels of priority you know what I mean so right absolutely you yeah. can't stretch certain things um to them but nah, you're so right. I definitely see the effect of like the role everybody played like even when we was coming up yeah, I meet mean, mine to my sophomore year of high school. Mm-hmm. And then that's when we just built a rapport from there. So I guess it just all depends. Have you worked with any other age children other than high school? I worked with elementary school students. And that was an adventure. Yes. <laughs> Why Tell me that? about that. <laughs> and that what's was the difference and what was the similar, similar similarities? The, the, let me tell you the similarity is, again, it depends. Like, um, I don't know about you guys, but like, even Curry, you know, let, you know, let me know. Like when you were younger, did, were there ever like grownups where you felt like, dang, were they ever a kid? Like they yeah. just seemed so like slim. Yeah. Did you ever? Were you ever a kid? Like they just was so. They don't relate to the fact that you were like in this one when you were younger, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just like I said that to say I don't feel too far detached. Like even though time has flown for us, but right. like you know, I you know, twenty eight, whatever. I still remember when I was like memories from your your childhood, you know, stuff yeah. like that. So when I was working with them. Again, same thing I ask. You see the people that you already know now and like who they were back then. Yeah. How it turns out now. Like, yeah. you know, you Do you just feel see like it's anything that. that you can do to kind of stop that? Or do you feel like that's just like their path? That's their plan? No, you can't stop that. That's life. Mm-hmm. I don't have any control of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, my role is, I'm, you know, you, who you are, who your spirit is, and whatever role that you do, you know, your position is like, career-wise, whatever, like, you affect people how you affect them, right. you know what I'm saying? So it's like, in the politics of it, can I change nothing? No, because a lot of people look at educational, sending their kids to school as, like, you got it from there, and parents, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we were just talking yep. before, we <laughs> want to do homeschool. Absolutely. Now, granted, like, that's a whole, that takes a lot, Absolutely. but it's a whole bigger picture to why, you know, that's important, right? Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, everybody don't have that mindset, so when they send their kids to school, can I take over from there? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. It's like, a whole lot more going on than no, what you like, can you do understand, like, it's already done before they get yeah, to me, you absolutely. know what I mean? But I affect them there in that space, you know, and I show them love, whatever. 
Absolutely. Like treat them like with respect because everybody don't respect kids. You know, you yeah. like when it gets to a certain point. That's that's a good point because I really do make it a point to respect my son so that he'll respect me. Mm-hmm. Not that it's required of him to respect me. Mm-hmm. You know, like I feel like, especially in a black household, like you gonna give respect. That's just what it's gonna be. Your yeah. mama could cuss you out every day, mm-hmm. slap you, everything, but you supposed to respect mm-hmm. her. What if your parents don't take care of you? They don't care about you. You know, like how do you really respect a person like that? What about how we didn't even know the concept of mental health when we were kids to Absolutely. know that the adults no, we were right. dealing with had mental health issues and we didn't even know? Yeah, mm-hmm. we thought it was normalized. We though. thought it was so normal. You know, everybody went through that. It's not until we got to be an adult that it's like, you know, then your parents become human to you. Like, you like, hold up. You was a little off. You wasn't all the way right. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. Like, like, and and even as kids, we see past our parents' flaws a lot of times. Like, we We love them, love them, and love them regardless. Yeah. Exactly. And when parents take it upon themselves to love, like, themselves more than their parents, children mm-hmm. to put them in positions where you know they may be in bad relationships things like that different things going on in their lives but not thinking like okay i have a kid here mm-hmm. everything i go through every energy that comes through me goes directly to my child you know yeah. like mm-hmm. i think that's really really important to understand with our youth mm-hmm. and when it you know specifically relates to mental health like we have to acknowledge that anything that happens to us is happening to all of us so if mm-hmm. we all act better, treat each other better, you know, it'll just continue to progress from there. I think it's like easier said than done though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Cause everybody are constantly growing and in a space like it's like for, for no matter at what age y'all you have a child, like we still going through different emotions, different experiences, you know what I mean? Like, so it's gonna all trick that factor down along with how you were raised, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And what was in, put into you mm-hmm. on top of how all those things trickled over into you know, raising a child. So it's like, I don't think parents, like they do their best. Yeah, I, I realized that as I got older as well, looking back in high school, like, damn, my parents, you know, to me, some, they're great. Right. But, but they had some flaws, but yeah. it's like, it wasn't to the point. So it's like, dance is affecting me, you know? Because yeah. my parents, yeah. one thing about that I can say about them, they didn't really internalize a whole lot of nonsense. They were going through something, they didn't really let it be known. After, until I got older, they started talking to me about shit they went through in the past and shit. Mm, but yeah. as a child, I didn't think about that or I just didn't know. Because like I said, I always thought everything was just normal. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I get that. It's important to have a relationship with your kids, though. Definitely. Absolutely. It's, I think for me, it's important for you to have real conversations with your kids all the time. Just yes. so, like, even if it's just talking about paying bills or whatever, like, it may be stressful. But those are, like, things that you have to be prepared for, too, like, in life. If you can see your parents go through that and mm-hmm. have those conversations. Your parents are your first teachers. So, of course, like, you would want that to be, like, the person you're learning from. Yeah. But if parents aren't willing to have those type of conversations, I think that definitely plays a part on how we grow and mature and what our mental health officially becomes affected no, by. I agree. Because me and my dudes used to have conversations days on that. Same with my dad. Too. Me and my dad, to this day, we still have long in-depth conversations about different shit. So, it definitely plays a part. But I think not only like just them talking to you about different topics, because that, you know, like you said, just them, that's get them giving you knowledge, like on different things, like mm-hmm. whether it's health, wealth, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But the I think what matters a lot, too, is like, again, like how they were loved or if they know love, Absolutely. if, you mm-hmm. know, the relationship in which you can't create, were created from, if there's love there, like what all those things affect, like how, you know, people show love in, you know, 
rear their kids or whatever for real like are they putting love into them or are they mm-hmm. not like whatever it's you know all those things kind of play a factor to where it's though that's a part of mental health yeah you know what i'm right. saying because a lot of pe- people or adults assume that kids don't stress like you do like whatever you're going through kids mm-hmm. don't have no control over it you know what i'm saying so like you lose your job, they got to bounce around or you going mm-hmm. through stressing over, you know, a relationship or finding whatever it is that you going through. Like kids feel that and feed off of that, too. And they have no control over it. Like, and if you're not explaining it, how do you expect along. your child to process that? You but know? you can't yeah. explain everything. What I'm saying is everything is not going to be explained because mm-hmm. you don't need to tell your child everything. You know what I'm saying? That's like adult. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they don't need to be. Yeah. That doesn't need to be their word. You know what I mean? If you can explain things in a like age-appropriate way, way. Yeah. you know Absolutely. what I mean, about what life does and how things, you know, sometimes this is how things go mm-hmm. with that for real because things weren't really hidden from us. They were hidden from us, but, you know, you still knew when y- your family was going through some stuff or whatever. So yeah. It's just, but still, it's just how people put that into you. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people don't, like I said, it's just like you said, it's like do what I say, mm-hmm. not, you know, nothing not else matters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm just saying like nothing else matters. Like. Yeah. How you feel, what you think, your opinion, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, yeah. I got a question there. So for you with your kids, is it difficult for you to not to internalize some of your kids, like, I guess, situation they may be going through? Yeah, it can be. It definitely can be. But again, you got to understand your responsibility and it's not 100%. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like yeah. if you do your part or whatever, mm-hmm. after that, everything else is in, you know, just... Mm-hmm. life you yeah. know that person did will of choice you mm-hmm. know their family and just you know hope for the best for people like it's, yeah. that's all you can do or whatever i see that that's all sense. you can do but you know like i said it depends on what it is you know what i mean too yeah but you can't save everybody that's what you gotta understand you can't save everybody <laughs> absolutely <laughs> like you're not like a savior you, like i said you just there trying to just you know mm-hmm. yeah, like said, help people yeah. along the way. so that's in all. your opinion what do you think mental health is or what does it mean to be considered like mentally healthy if that's a term mm. okay so that's you Shay. what the <laughs> mental health for me is just having balance i feel as though mm-hmm. um that's a good question but i feel like mental health is kind of what's the world looking for here not a state of mind but it's just like there's no perfect i feel like there's no like answer to it i guess Hold on, I think, I, like, I like what you said with the balance thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, more so, like, I think mental health is, like, a balance of being able to handle, you know, like, different experience, different, like, peace within yourself and peace with the things around you as far as, like, what you can and cannot control. Yeah. Like, that's, like, Ooh, the biggest thing. I got it. So, emotional intelligence, I think it comes yeah. down to that. Emotional intelligence plays a big part. I mean, I think. hmm. yeah because like i think that's the good good way of putting it or Mm -hmm. whatever i definitely think that's a good term like a good term i'm just trying to think like i mean i like yeah yeah i I think that plays a major factor emotional intelligence knowing how some not every action for a reaction but i got but i think you gotta understand no but what i'm saying is not even that like understand that it's okay when you do have your moments like it's (laughs) like i think everyone experienced like not depression, but depressing. Like it's a such thing as depressing ways those like that some people experience like severe depression. Some people experience like a mild depression, whether it's like over a short period of time, long period of time, in different ways, however it come out. But what I'm saying is mental health is understanding that you can experience those things and still have mental health. You yeah. know what I mean? Like 
as long it's like how you manage and get back up with things you know mm-hmm. that's like just having a, a balance it doesn't mean you got to be happy all the time that's right. what i'm saying like, it's not pl- possible yeah like yeah. It's, it's okay not to i know. did a quick google search and it says a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being Boom. I think that's oh, that's that almost. I perfect. think that's what we just said. Yeah, yeah. Much, yeah. <laughs> we hit that on the The only thing I didn't like about what Shaw said was mm-hmm. just kind of um, I don't know. Balance. I can't remember the exact statement that you made, but it almost felt like it was a choice. Mm-hmm. Like how you deal with things. Yeah, mm-hmm. most of the time. You know, mm-hmm. like you can't. It's not mm-hmm. always a mm-hmm. choice. When you said reacting, like everything doesn't need a reaction. Yeah. But I do want to have that conversation and get your opinion on it. Like, what? do you feel like there's always an emotional choice? When you think of like yes. people and be like, oh, they just snapped. Mm-hmm. All right, you snapped, but you was thinking about something. Like, yeah, you something snapped. triggered you just to snap. What prevented you from thinking like, damn, this shit crazy. I ain't going to do that. Short term, long term effects of stuff. That's how I look at everything in life, whether it be a job, somebody dealing with, whatever. It's like short term, okay, how can this work? Long term, this might mess me up down the road. It's not really worth me doing that. So I think that plays a major part. What about like stuff building up though? What do you mean stuff building up? Like as far as snapping. So if that's the case, then you should try to assess that situation as it occurs. You making every you sound making everything sound so logical all the time. So I think feelings and emotions are not black and white. So there's gonna be some gray areas where you going turn up sometimes mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's just all in how you do it or whatever for real for real i you know but at the same time like you said snapping mm-hmm. is a whole nother thing it's like snapping like ain't no let yeah, me think about like a mental break yeah like ain't yeah. no think about this like and it can it, it, it may not even be the personal situation that actually deserves all of that mm-hmm. but it's snapping because it was just like yeah. hold up it's just too much shit then built built up over time that it's like uh-uh yeah but that's why it's important to have an outlet Mm-hmm. That plays a part. If you don't have an outlet, you keep holding everything. Yeah, in. but you make everything sound so simple. Because that's just how I think. Do you know <laughs> anybody? Men are very logical. <laughs> so hey. Do you know anybody that has mental health issues and acknowledge it and treat it? I know some people that have mental health issues that have acknowledged it and treated it, but I think they still need help. Do you feel mm-hmm. like their help is a choice, or do you feel like because of their mental health, they're not able to choose to mm-hmm. be better? Mm. I think it's a choice. Some people can be in denial about certain situations. I feel as though, like, if you're not making a conscious effort to get help, or you might think you're fine, you're not going to do it, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that's what it really comes down to. How do you tell when you feel like you need professional though. help, though? I feel like it's a little bit How of do you both. tell? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel like everybody goes through stuff. When people do. be like, oh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Everything going to be all right. Pray about it. Man. But at what point do you say, nah, like the way I'm thinking ain't right. You know, emotionally, mm. the way I react to stuff is not right. It don't sit well in my heart, you know? Yeah. But I can't control it though. I can't control it though. Yeah. You know, like. When do, I guess that depends on the individual. Mm-hmm. I don't know for me, if it's something I feel as though that's fester enough that I know I shouldn't react to a certain way about a certain situation, <clears throat> I talk to my folks, my inner circle, my circle of influence. You know, after a while though, like the folks get, get tired of hearing it as well. No, 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 not even just that. <clears throat> like I just feel like, you know, it's okay to like utilize, like utilize professional services for so many other things. Like it's okay to use something like that that can benefit you in a way that it's like, okay, you do have people that you can depend on and talk to at the same time, but 
you know, you don't even want to burn that resource out, you yeah, know, yeah. as People far as be, not even just judgy. Like, to, for me, like, I don't feel like I like dumping on people you know what i mean like mm -hmm. i deal with my own stuff and so it's just like mm -hmm. when i do feel like i want to I, I like i have to share like mm -hmm. i'm gonna share because it's just like yeah but at the same time when i say dumping on people i mean like i don't want to pass the energy off to people like mm -hmm. something i'm talking about something that's you know bothering me something set you know so yeah. it's like oh i'm about to just keep it to myself but if you have like a professional service where's though damn this is no uncondi unconditional, no hose ball. Yep. Objective. You can say whatever Let you want. Let me just go ahead and leave this here. Mm -hmm. You know, and then when I leave out of here, it's That's off it. of me. It's yeah. released. Like, I why see. not? Because somebody that you that you're close to is gonna continue to bounce, bounce, bounce back and forth or whatever, but not in a bad way, but just because that's the person that you can talk to. You know what I mean? But why not just go? Nah, you're right. So you have like an outlet somewhere. Like I said previously. <laughs> so nah. if you don't have... No, but she was saying about mm. utilizing the services, okay, right? And, right. And, and you were saying like, oh, just get up and do it. Or you don't, I don't need to do it. I can just tell my pillow. Like, but your no. mental health is telling you that. You know, yeah. but your mental health can tell you no, not to go. Like, yeah, not that's to go what I'm saying. Either yeah. way, on both sides, like how do you know that it's... Even then, let's let's ask this. Once you have what you consider to be like a mental health issue, mm -hmm. do you ever not have a mental health issue? Like, can you grow out of it? Do you cure it? That's turned to semantics at that point. No, I don't know. I don't know. I think yeah. I think you can. Like, I think you can go through like a period where you feel oh, like a certain type of way or whatever, and you can get through it. You know what I mean? Um. But then you have some people with some things are like hereditary though, like when it comes to mental health. Yeah. yeah. So it's like some things can't really be just, sh you know, mm -hmm. let me shake it off. Like absolutely. You know, because when when we think of mental health, we're not just thinking. You don't just consider like normally people just think of like depression, something mm -hmm. like that. But no, there's you know personality disorders, yeah, there's schizophrenia, there's yeah. bipolar. So there are people, you know, anxiety. like everyday anxiety. Yeah. Very, it's like number one right now. Anxiety. Yeah. But what I'm saying is not only do we just, we don't just wake up sometimes and just have those things. Yeah. Some some things can trigger it, mm -hmm. you know, experience, traumatic experiences, you know, just like whatever. But to be born with it and can't yeah. shake it, you yeah. can't just tell people, Shad, to just go yeah. down by the river. It's Shaw, but we already we agree we yeah. agreed that I can call him Shaw. It's all good. <laughs> you wanted to go back to Shaw. I'll okay. go back to Shaw. I'll be sad though. It's okay. It's fine. No, it's okay. <laughs> oh man. Girl, you couldn't take it. You got the itch. You was like right, Shaw. So I don't know Shaw. No, cool. So how much do you guys think that mental health relate to religion or spirituality? I think it plays a big part in spirituality. I don't know about religious wise. For me, what about you, Lita? Yeah, cause like I mean, do you feel like if you go to church every Sunday that you'll have a better mental health than someone? No. Like that? no, 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 no. Uh, uh. I'm not saying that you have better mental health. I'm saying it plays a part in your mental health in the sense of if that's someone's like core and their beliefs. Mm -hmm. It influences their mental health anyway because it's something that tells you know that makes them feel, you know, like 
Mm-hmm. All I have to do is this, and I'm, you know, leaving it here. Just like everyone has their practices of how they do those things, whether it's yeah. go to confession, whether it's pray about it. You yes. know, I'm supposed to, how they say, like, let it go, let yeah, God. Let go, let go. Oh, mm-hmm. um, I love that one. Or, you know, just like leave it down by the riverside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, no, I get it. You know, like, so I'm saying. Excuse me? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I'm an atheist? No, not. Nah, you kept on talking, man. <laughs> Too late now. But nah, I'm spiritual, more spiritual than religious. If no, but know. I'm not saying it in a religious sense. I'm saying it in a religious sense in a way of like just religion. Religious can be anything. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. I'm just saying like that's just a practice of belief. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. So in, that influences people's spirit, right? Mm-hmm. So that influences their mental. So that's why I'm saying it has something to do with each other. Because it's like people feel like if they're part of their religion is going to church, part of their religion is tithing, whatever. Those are things that make them feel good. It's like, man, you know, this is helping me to repent for my sins by doing this. So, yes, that affects their mental health. Like, yeah. I get know. that. Yeah. Like I said, it comes down to your circle of influence. Mm-hmm. Religion plays a big part. And, you know, in the spirituality sense, it's like when I... You know, whether it's meditation, whether it's me exercising, eat right, those are things that I feel like affect my mental health, which they do affect our definitely, you know, health. But so everybody have a different way in how they cope. cope. I see that. Yeah, absolutely. Do you feel like, um, with you working directly with high school kids <clears throat> and you've had um, experience with elementary school kids, do you feel like dating is a big issue? for mental health in our youth? No, not at all. Because I feel like dating, that's like just naturally a part of him, like sexual, like our sexual nature as human, period. You know what I mean? Cause like we, that stuff starts from when we're like literally kids. Yeah. Hmm. You know, no, like seriously, like, you know, when you go to like the Sigma Freud and stuff like that, like he focused on like from birth, like he focused on our childhood development or whatever. So it was like from birth on up and like our, attraction like even when it comes to like orally he says mm-hmm. like when from three to six months or whatever like you know we, everything is by mouth right because that's right. how they explore that's how they so that's why that's sucking you know all those type of things when you're young like they say the female is like attracted to her dad the son is attracted to his mom like in a sense whereas though mm-hmm. like that's how you learn you know and had know what it's like to you know mm-hmm. create feelings and emotions just, for people you, wow right but you know so it's just like when we're younger like you may not know but you're exploring you know what i yeah. mean you we've had our private life since we was little you know what yeah. i'm saying so you don't know you know what i mean like so it's just like yes that ex- exploration as far as affection whether it's physically or emotionally with someone mm-hmm. begins from then and whether it's in a healthy way or whatever, those are things, the examples that we get from them, the people mm, I didn't around that. us. Nah, that and their images in which they watch. You're right. And we Absolutely. see stuff on TV. You know what I mean? Like yeah. from when we was little, we was in front of the TV watching mm-hmm. videos and stuff. You saw like I'll be so candid why you know? and say that I I was a young explorer mm-hmm. when I was like five <laughs> or six. Like mm-hmm. I like to touch myself. Like mm-hmm. I did. Like yeah. it was it was nice. No, it's natural. It's human <laughs> you know, nature. It's Everybody natural. does it. And my mom was like, what is going on with her? Is someone touching you? Is someone doing something to me? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know? And the doctors would say, you know, it's really natural, you know, for mm-hmm. kids because it works. It's there for a reason, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, you don't know. Like, it's a, I mean, <laughs> I to it. be honest, it's a lot of kids that, it's a lot of kids that even when you're younger, they're like, you know, um, I remember when we was in high school, 
And this girl was like, dead, whatever. She was just like, I remember, I've been gay since kindergarten. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm like, but, but it's like true. That's real. Like, yeah. absolutely. When you tie it back to like a mental thing too, mm-hmm. it's like, it's hard to understand when you're, I didn't have no real conversations mm-hmm. too. Cause I felt like I didn't remember like my mom feeling that type of way, mm-hmm. but I remember feeling like this desire and I didn't know why mm-hmm. mentally I was like so confused that's yeah. why I say like I try to talk to my son about everything if you mm-hmm. got a question ask me mm-hmm. I'm explain yeah. it again age appropriate mm-hmm. but I want you to learn from me the mm-hmm. best way you can I don't want you to be out here doing whatever learning from whoever yeah my wrong the same information. Way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah my mother was the same way for as long as I can remember tell me all kinds of shit yeah, yeah my mom did too my mom talked to me about like relationships and sex and just all that type of stuff since i was a kid like i remember my elementary teacher elementary school teacher being shocked mm-hmm. that i knew what a condom was same, you know what i mean same here like yeah, like same. but i not that i got anything to do with them i yeah. just know what it you know it was there you asked now you know yeah, so if you are in a situation where someone pulls one out now you know like oh uh-huh. no yeah, exactly that, i don't got like, nothing to do with that right yeah <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, it's so, but it's like, but back to the dating question. With even with the older ones, um, that's how we practice. Like, practice. Like to be honest with you, we're young, but we've been dating since we were pretending yeah, to have right. boyfriends yep. in school. middle school. Nah, yeah. You had yeah. boyfriend girlfriends in elementary school. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what? You're right. You're the right. Idea. Yeah. Yeah. What you mean? Yeah. Like y'all didn't never do anything. I'm saying like yeah. back then, boyfriend girlfriend could mean y'all might just had each other's number. Yeah. Yeah. My little sat together at lunch like, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That too. <laughs> or maybe we only go together at school, but yeah, yeah, I don't. Exactly. You know, nothing. <laughs> yeah, I was having cooties was in effect, man. So yeah. So I'm just saying in high it. school, yeah, because it's you know, but for some people, it, it varies. Everyone's not on that tip. Yeah. Everyone's not on that tip. You know, some people are late in the game when it you know so it's just do you feel like that's due to exposure you feel um like- i feel like we're all exposed to it mm-hmm. you know in different ways or whatever i feel like it just has a lot to do with the individual and yeah, like the their development like where they at with it yeah you know? i agree you know their approach like they may not be checking for you know the opposite like the girls or boys mm-hmm. maybe they don't feel comfortable with themselves yet i don't know how to talk to you know whatever yeah. like different reasons so you know and then some people they already ready i mean come on now we was in high school people was yeah. had kids people yeah, were you know lesbian gay you know this is true that's been going on so yeah it's people that we know now as adults that it's like you've been you know what i'm saying this this has been the identity so yeah, yeah. that's true too absolutely right. absolutely i could say that for sure like there's people i went to elementary school with that i knew like they was gay yeah, <laughs> and they was always gonna be you know yeah same here yeah but I you also too. knew the people who you know were early parents who were gonna be you know yeah yeah people who was probably gonna be in jail yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah. like you you know Oh, don't get me started on that jail stuff. Cause like yeah. that, no, what I'm oh, saying, man. I'm saying like with the, like back to the school thing, like the mental health, like back to elementary thing and how yeah. we was talking about Montessori schools mm-hmm. and just the difference with the public school system. Like the only thing that used to kind of burn me up in elementary school, it's like in the morning. And I think even when we was in school too, maybe, I guess depending, whatever, but like it's so structured in a sense of like when they come in, like you have to walk on the right side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to be quiet in the halls. 
And it's like, I started realizing, I'm like, this is so mimicking, like... Prison. Prison, oh, literally. Oh, school to prison pipeline? Yeah. All right, I'm hip. They, yeah. they, not even a school to prison pipeline, but the, uh, what is it, the cradle to the pipeline? That, the cradle... Cradle to the grave? No, that's a movie. Man, it's also a saying as well, oh, before the movie. It was. That's why DMX got heavy on the drugs. Cradle to prison pipeline. Yep. I said the same thing. No, the school one Uh, is watered down. The school one does is not give detail into exactly who they're talking about. The school pipe to um pipe prison pipeline is mm -hmm. just saying that it prepares you for you know justice and blah blah blah. No, this one, the Mm -hmm. cradle to prison pipeline is nationally one in three black and one Mm -hmm. in six Latino boys born in two thousand one are at risk of imprisonment during their lifetime. While boys are five times as likely to be incarcerated as girls, there's also a significant number of girls in the ju- juvenile justice system. Wow, I didn't know about that one. Yeah, I'm also and right. like it also ties into saying like if you're if boys like our black boys don't know how to read by third grade, like yeah, they're already I was going to say like that. Um, buying beds, yeah. like adding beds to prisons. Damn, they they kind of like guesstimate how many prisons they'll need by mm-hmm. yeah. what their test scores mm-hmm. are and things like that by the mm-hmm. time they're in the third grade. Wow. So they'll know when you graduate high school, we got a spot for you. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't that sick? That is. Yeah, but I mean, it's the prison system is big business. It's yes. private. Absolutely. So, yeah. Or is it private? Not all of them are Not private. Not all of them. But yeah. some of them are private. And the ones that are private are the ones that, you know, um, are in, you know, bed with like politicians mm-hmm. and judges and stuff like that. And I remember I did like a paper on um, this judge up in Pennsylvania somewhere. It was like literally. Yeah. Making money Absolutely. off of oh, sending him yeah, directly. He indicted not too long ago, something like that. I he might have. I don't yeah. know, but he was like literally like selling kids. To, like they, they was I doing slight stuff, like yeah, yeah like a shoplifting. Or something yeah, like shoplifting. That. They the system like three is required years. to have their jails full, according yeah. to you know their investors. Yeah, They're required mm-hmm. to have their beds full, mm-hmm. no matter what. Yeah, you <laughs> even if that man. you know requires false. Imprisonment. I, yeah, false nah. imprisonment, things like that, getting punished severely for things that doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. They like the crazy Small ass three strike rule. Yep. In California. What do you what? think we could teach better? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. With our Remember youth. The movie? <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. What do you feel like we could teach with our youth, like to help them manage their emotions and mental health? Hmm. Being more open minded. Being more receptive to issues they're going through. Don't try to downplay it like for example you know like back when you were younger you might be stressing something for school on day parent but all you gotta do is get good grades and go to school you gotta worry about that instead mm-hmm. of just being dismissive try asking like, what's really going on with you what's the issue how can we resolve this do you need me to go talk to somebody you know that's what i think being more receptive to their issues that they may have how would you feel like um how would you feel like you would be able to affect like your current peers with their mental health um well for me and my many group chats that i'm in i just try to tell them about you know positive stuff that's going on in my life or positive things that i'm trying to work towards you know i feel as though that's a that plays an influence in certain people because like damn my man shot doing this well i can probably do this then if he's doing yeah. that you know like matter of fact i gave an example after i graduated from morgan i had a lot of my friends that i didn't even hear from them in a long time just hit me up saying yo i'm proud of you for going to school and mm-hmm. getting it done you know i'm about to go back to school myself about taking classes I think yeah. just trying to sort of set an example. Like, I'm not no uh, role model, nothing like that. But it's just like, you know, I try to let people know, like, hey, I got this and that going on. Maybe you start trying to do this, that, and the third. That'll help you out in your life. So I think that 
will definitely help our current peers. What about you, Lita? You just gonna fucking hide, man. What are ways we could? <laughs> Shut up, yo. <laughs> what are ways we can help? You know, our peers, our current peers, with their mental health. Um, peers as in like peers, peers, or like our circle, or just our peers. Because uh-huh. I feel like if it's just our peers, I feel like just being like our whole selves. Like being, you know, like spreading, like it may sound like mm-hmm. corny or whatever, but like literally you representing or walking around with that essence and affecting other people so that mm-hmm. they're open and being able to like, just think in brief in- encounters with people sometimes mm-hmm. you affect people's mental health. Yeah. Like, I see it. you know, just those moments of talking to people, but you demonstrate. Mm-hmm. So it's just like. That's what I mean. Like you can't sometimes if it, it's not by the masses, it's just by what you do on a daily basis Absolutely. sometimes and how you can affect people, you know, with that type of change. And then the people that's close to your circle, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, like I said, still being an example, Try like not example, but you being working on you helps working on other people, especially if you had those right positive vibes around you in the first place. You know yeah. what I mean? Absolutely. Some people's spirits and vibes are just not that. So that's was, the that was my oh, yeah, That's where I was too. about to go to. Every, negativity. Every little, negativity. Yeah. Every, some, sometimes those things can drain your battery. So you gotta yeah. like, everything is not to be really, And I feel bad sometimes when I get around like negative people and I'm like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to listen you to your sob them. stories. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. everybody has stuff Over going it. on. Cause you find yours like really yeah. rubbing off on your energy. And I, I definitely love people and want to encourage every single person mm-hmm. that I'm around. And yeah. if I encourage you, and you're mm-hmm. like, mm, no. I'm like, all right, cool. Like you definitely don't want to be anything in life, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. But then again, back to our topic, like mental health. It's like, at what point do you do you ever stop encouraging someone you know who has mental health issues? No, I don't. Do you feel like at some point, if someone you know has mental health issues and they know ways that they can continue to grow as a person out of the issue, kind of, mm-hmm. in a way, like, what do you, how do you finagle that? Like, I know it's like probably really, really hard, but hmm. like, is there choices in there? Mm, I think so. Just tell them there's different programs they could take advantage of or certain things they could start practicing to help with their mental health, whatever the issue could be. Like I heard this thing called Talkspace. I think mm-hmm. it's the, like you can the have like a, yeah, where you can talk to like a psychologist or whatever. You yeah. can text them. You can call them. I think seven. Talk, yeah, any time of the day or night. You know, yeah. something like that. So I think Absolutely. that helps. Yeah, I think I find myself around people like that every once in a while. Like what? people that you know just really don't want any encouragement. I feel, kind of feel like they kind of want to sit in. Heck yeah, I got a lot in of them bad, like that. bad feelings. <laughs> Like, yeah, that, yeah, let me like. I just feel like some things like are really <laughs> out of your control. control. Yeah, and some people like that's just what it is, and it's really nothing that you're doing or you can do to save them from it. It's really just an internal thing. It's like you know you can do what you can do, but sometimes you really have to protect your space, protect your peace. Like I'm real big on like mm-hmm. protecting your peace because some people like it's like it's good today. Or it's good for a cut for a little breathing. Then next thing, it's just still like the right back, the same thing, and you can't do nothing to shake it. Like you yeah. can't, 
you know, you can't buy nothing to make this person be different. You can't do nothing, like, be do what they, they ask you to do. The whole, like, yeah. you can't be, like, it's nothing you can do to change it if they're not, like, good with themselves or whatever. For, for. So at some point, it's just, like, if depend, especially depending on who the, relative, the person is to you or whatever, it's just, yeah. like, you know... Like you gotta deal with them in a way that you can deal with them. Like so yeah. that's that. Like you said, a way around. Like yeah, that's how a lot of celebs end up on drugs, though. Yeah, you know, especially, sadly. Yeah, especially if you reach all your goals at an early point in your life, it's like, damn, I got this money, I got this and that. What the hell else can I do? My little time drugs or something. Nothing else to do with myself. So. Hold on. So you saying everybody that has mental health gets turns on drugs? I didn't say everybody. I just said some they get people. They on drugs. Everybody with mental health gets on drugs. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. You trying to sidetrack my response? <laughs> New all title. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody's on, on drugs. drugs. According to leader. <laughs> Since no. you're spending like that. No, I didn't. I just thought you were saying like everybody that has mental health they eventually turn to no. drugs. No. Yeah, that's like. You know, like a little gateway for some people. Yeah, it and is. It's sad too. No, guys, we're not gonna say mental health people are on drugs. I didn't say. I don't think all mental health people are on drugs, <laughs> but I do feel like there are a lot of people who have mental health issues who try to cover it up with smoking yeah, exactly. and drinking. Oh uh, yes, at. not acknowledging. Hold on. How, how about unhealthy lifestyles? How yeah. about yeah, like self too much things? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was say self self medicating. Yeah, self medicating in general. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah, no self-medicating. Let's try to get some sources. When we post this, we should give some sources. Yeah, I'll post yeah, some that's links. True. That's a good idea. Yeah, I'll yeah. post some links in the description. That's a good idea. Because I definitely oh, want to encourage you know, as many people as we can um, to talk about it. Definitely. It's random, but it makes me think of this um this clothing line that I follow or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um I like Definitely always kind of like a mad there. Um, they work, but their act, they brand. It's called. I think it's called B. I don't, I'm, hold on, give me a second because I'm gonna make sure I say it correctly. But I know that they like promote, you know, their clothing brand, their thing, mm-hmm. and they promote it, like mental health awareness. Absolutely, I know a girl named Crystal who has a foundation. She started BTF clothing, clothiers okay. or clothes. I think I've heard of that before. Jen, like her Crystal's Behind company is Jen Revamp. Yeah. Behind the it, fat kid clothing? Fat, no, fat, fat kid. Like, Facade? Like, facade? No, you lying. I'm not, I'm not saying. you. Hold on. Am I really supposed to be saying facade? I don't you know. You telling me I can't spell facade? No. Say? Oh, my God. That's facade. Uh-uh. <laughs> Golly. Everybody, the word for today is facade. <laughs> F-A-C-A-D-E. That's the word for today. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, well, either way. Behind the okay, yeah. that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I swear I heard of the word for Katie. You, you might have. You never know. Maybe I maybe I dreamed about. It. <laughs> that sounds about right. It's all That's good. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna roll with it. Yeah, we are. <laughs> it's all good. But yeah, so they're called Behind the Facade Clothiers. That's what it is. BTF Clothiers, and it says and they advocate the affordable luxury street brand that advocates for the mental health population. That's nice. That's awesome. Which awesome, is different. Awesome. And I think it's pretty cool yeah. because a lot of people are really scared to talk about what we're talking about. You know what I mean? Because Absolutely. it brings up so many different emotions where it's like, you're a little nervous to talk about it. Yeah, some people mm-hmm. don't like being vulnerable. You know, no, like don't like being vulnerable. No one likes being vulnerable. Absolutely. Vulnerable, you know, but we, it's like we all can relate to it, but in a silent way. Yeah. Right? We Definitely. can like the posts yep. on the social media and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but it's just like we're still like scared to talk about it. Yeah. Some people don't want to be judged, I guess. No. That's what I, th- I would assume. No. I don't, some people don't want to be judged. People don't want people in their business. Oh, yeah. 
you know, and some, and then to be honest, it's like, I don't even know how to deal with it. So it's like, why am I talking to other people? About, or I'm mm-hmm. dealing with it in my own way. It's yeah. like, and then sometimes we don't want to give ownership to things. Cause if yeah. I tell you about it, then you might make, hold me accountable mm-hmm. for doing Absolutely. something yeah. different. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think that plays a part in our upbringing too. Cause you know, when you like back in the day, your parents were like, yo, this happened, keep it in the house. Mm-hmm. Don't tell nobody my business. Mm-hmm. So we internalize that as we get older. It's like, Damn, I'm going through this situation, but it's like, I don't want to buy it. No, my business. Yeah, yeah. I took my business out there like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that plays a part too. Yeah, I mean, it's like your business is your business or whatever. But I think that also plays a part in what you were saying is how can we, like, support our peers or Absolutely. whatever when it comes to mental mm-hmm. health. And it's just like, maybe us not being so judgmental. And I think that stems from, like, the whole... Just maybe ourselves, especially on social media, because that breaks down that whole like interpersonal relationship with people that yeah. you can just be behind the screen and just like judge people, make them people feel some type of way, or not even just make them feel some type of way. But they see so many images of being perfect that it's just like it's not okay to not be perfect or mm-hmm. whatever. So it's like I don't want to be vulnerable or come off like yeah a certain type of way. So why would I want to tell you my business? Because you probably judge me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like what can we do differently? Maybe we can not be so and be open to people mm-hmm. being changing the stigma behind mental yeah. health. Because I think we all relate in some in so many different yeah, ways. I feel like we yeah. all probably got a little mental health issue up in there somewhere. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it's always at some point you'd be like, damn, I can't take this no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's natural, it's normal. But if you can't get to that point and just kind of move on, mm-hmm. if you get to that point and you stuck, you did two, three, four days, mm-hmm. a week, a month, you know, that's some something you really feel like you got to kind of either pull yourself up Take or go to and the get somebody. Level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's when you got to go level. and talk to somebody professionally. Because everything is not as sweet as pie as let me just pray and let it go. Absolutely. Everything is not yeah. as sweet as pie as me just telling somebody next to me that I know they, I, like some people it's like, you know what they're going to say. Mm-hmm. So you don't really want to talk to them. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Give you a cookie cutter yeah. response. Yeah, definitely. Really or you know, it's like I tell this person, I know they're gonna bring it up later. That's not always be in the back of their yeah. mind. Yeah, you never know somebody get pissed off with you. They throw you under the bus. Well, somebody just like, man, shake that shit off, man. You alright? Yeah. Like, man, I heard that too many times. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, it's like nigga, don't understand, bro. So, Is there yeah. anything you feel like you shouldn't shake off? Like, you shouldn't shake off anything. Yeah. If something's bothering you, you gotta assess it. Acknowledge. Acknowledge. Always acknowledge your emotions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. learn a way to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say shake it off though, because it'll come back. It'll be buried in your subconscious. You start dreaming about the shit. And then you're gonna snap. <laughs> yep, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right, we getting somewhere. Yeah, we connected. Back on track now. Mm-hmm. I guess something else I wanted to talk about is kind of like like you kind of mentioned with social media, like self-esteem now. Like mm-hmm. how much do our self-esteem play on our mental health? Plays a major part for me. I mm-hmm. think it's essential. But I yeah. will say social media kind of made, gave me tougher skin. Yeah. Cause some people said some outlandish shit to me. So mm-hmm. it's just like. Mm-hmm. I've never had really nobody Don't say nothing problem. crazy to me on really? social media. Really? I, I feel like. Death threats, I got everything. Like high bro. school. <laughs> Middle school, high school. Hit her there. But yeah, go ahead. It made me like solidify my own self esteem. Yeah. You know? Like same. middle school, high school made me be like, all right, I could care less about what the fuck you think about me. You know, I'm just going to be who I am at this point nah, and accept you. that. But I do know that there's still times, especially in my industry, being a model, mm-hmm. that. Oh, you're yes, not maybe. always the skinniest girl in the room. You're not the tallest girl in the more room. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have as many followers as that person or that person. 
and in the very very beginning like i literally started modeling like a year ago mm-hmm. and i i could feel that bothering me is this shit bothering me like mm-hmm. that shit is bothering me like this bitch is skinny and shit right here i'm like mm-hmm. you know like i don't want and i knew that and i was like nah i ain't gonna let let myself go out like that i'm yeah. going to be like okay i am who i am i accept who i am i'm gonna work with who i'm gonna work with because that's what was meant for me yeah mm-hmm. not chasing other people's dreams yeah. trying to be in other people's you know box or image. Yeah. Yeah, in their image show. you know because it's easy to kind of get caught up in that stuff because mm-hmm. it's around yeah. us so much now everything is a commercial literally every single thing that you see walking down the street is a commercial it's mm-hmm. supposed to impact your brain mm-hmm. yeah. to make you want that yeah well, straight up mm-hmm. straight up like and this and this goes back to the self-esteem self-esteem thing the mm-hmm. whole um just certain character traits that you have, like, or personality traits that you have as far as, like, just your tough skin, like you said, mm-hmm. when it comes to things, because certain th- certain images and certain things just kind of just... What, triggers you or you desensitize? Like, I don't know, lost my thought. Mm-hmm. It's okay, take your time. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I definitely do think that it will. Certain things are meant to trigger you or desensitize you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. if you see so much of a certain image or certain things, after a while, it's like, all right, now what? Yeah, I used to like, literally watch like fights on World Star. You know, World Star came had out. Phase, though. We, I was on the early Friday looking for the fight of the week. You know no, what I'm I saying? I was on YouTube doing that shit. <laughs> Looking up all the high schools around the yeah. way. I'm like, damn. And then it's like, I had a child. I'm like, I'm not trying to be fighting nah, nobody. I don't want to see nobody fighting. If somebody put their hands on my child, I'm going to fuck you up. You know? Like, yeah. it's like, you realize, like, these are like lives. You know? Yeah. You get out of, like, oh, that's a video. Now it's like, these are lives. These are people who just got fucked up. Yeah. Who got medical bills now. Yeah. They ain't going to be able to pay for. Yeah. Because they ain't got no damn health insurance. Yeah. You know, exactly. like. Yeah, they might have got murked. It's real. Know. Exactly. It's real life stuff that we all have to get back to acknowledging, like, this is, like, life. Like, we're living right now. Yeah. But I think, like, it's just things evolved, period. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, no going back. You know what I mean? Like. It was a time when it was new to us to even be on, like, we got the internet, we got, um, we had the internet, now social media has just brought everything together, like, all in one. It's, everything is, like, consolidated. Yeah, you can get a little bit of everything. You can get shopping, you can get porn, you can yeah. get baby stuff, you can get, you know, love, you can get inspiration, you can get religion, you can get find money you can get all these type of things all in one name yeah just the click of a button that's not going anywhere so it's just like i'll us as adults and you know you've everyone has like to adapt to those things like me and curry was talking about earlier she just was like i just don't understand why a six-year-old child would have a phone you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i'm the same way (laughs) and but our kids like even babies like they know how to they get on the ipad to get on the phones they know how to access youtube like our parents Mm -hmm. weren't in that era where they could just throw the phone in front of us and we just keep us quiet go from there they didn't know none of that you know what i'm saying so it's just like now that's what our kids those that's those would that's what those come in you know under Under us us. experience Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so they don't even know how to read or write and they can go to youtube and go to put up whatever yeah right and it's that's what you was saying like with the images and how things get influenced with the kids and the dating and stuff like yeah, that yeah that's part yeah partly yeah, yeah. absolutely but no i said it's because it'd be some wild stuff on there like parents absolutely. don't even always watch 
their like, kids what yeah, their kids absolutely. are watching because what happens is a lot of these like predators and mm-hmm. creepy ass people they sneak through those kid videos yeah, yeah like right. what happens is like you click on one video it'll go to other things yeah. all they gotta do is like type in a title mm-hmm. you know what I mean like the per I mean whoever the creep is they wanna name this yeah. shit like yeah. it's gonna roll right into that you yeah know? it be grown right. people dressed in costumes yeah I, yeah, no, I, I always right. I, I don't really set that. my son up on the phone, but when I do, sometimes I make sure I check in every two, three minutes because you might be on a new video watching something that I didn't put on there. But yeah. that goes back to, oh, this is <laughs> good curry because we were saying how babies having Instagrams, like yeah. little kids having Instagrams. So, that's, so it's just like we go on it. Yeah, we put them just, into it. Yeah. I think it's this. Okay, it throws me off to be honest for a long I know it's the thing now, but mm-hmm. for a minute it took me a long time to get used to people posting their newborn babies on mm-hmm. fucking social media. Nah, like I'm talking about fresh out the cooch. Yeah, like like potatoes. they was on <laughs> with the white stuff. Like, yes, they just look <laughs> like the whole yeah, like I'm like, damn, like give them a little minute. Nah, I agree. Give them a mm-hmm. minute. Like Yeah, let them get let the sun get in. Yeah, I like it. it just why you know what i mean yeah just why so it's just like all those things i think now also like like, it almost seems like we live through social media like literally you know so if there was a time where you would be getting ready to have a baby and you have 30 people at the hospital Mm -hmm. i had two so if i didn't send out pics or whatever you know no, I they yeah. want you know just trying to keep people updated. Sometimes people do it for attention, but like it is sad that we do like almost literally live through like social media. The now. funny thing yeah. that you say about living through social media is because like because of that, like the people mm-hmm. who are not active on social media, you be like they ain't living with it. Like they ain't yeah. doing nothing. Yeah. But the whole time they be the ones living like shit. Yeah, yeah. that they ain't on social media, but they be here doing everything everywhere. they want to do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how we got to a point where we felt like we needed to tell the world everything we did. But mm. I think it's weird that we actually are walking around with phones at a time where you literally you need one now, man. You know, like but now we, we like feel like, like that. But this is home. all like our generation, though. Before this, like your yeah. husband leave, go to work. You see him when he get home. You know, yeah. if he get home, if he don't get home, then you call and start looking for him. Yeah, but I mean, listen, I ain't mad at wishing that pages at all, all of that. <laughs> I ain't mad at wishing at all now. Nah. Like, so I ain't, I ain't mad at that at all. Even like, I think it's not just as much as like social media self esteem because it's 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 promoted some great things as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've learned a lot a, from social media. Yeah, like everybody, a lot of money. You, it's like if everything, anything's gonna have its pros and cons mm-hmm. to it. If it's not, if it doesn't have you know the best interest mm-hmm. initially for you know the people or whatever real yeah. because people can turn things into negative things any day long like that's anything that's meant for good they can yeah. turn it into something else it's how like, you utilize it man yeah it's like how you it can go it. left real quick yep. and everything has, literally and it mm-hmm. has but at the same time it's like we've gotten a lot of you know great things from mm-hmm. it as well All that these it, it's not a bad thing you know our access but that mental health like it was so it'd be so crazy right because you can go in there, you can get sad, mad, happy, laugh. Yep. All these different Easy. things when you click on social media. Yeah. And then it's like, damn it. 
You don't even realize you're taking in all those energies. Yeah, you know, you like you're seeing all of but this yes. up and down, mm-hmm. up and down on your social you media cry, all the time. You all the- yeah, and you don't you don't See, even realize that you're being affected by it. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just right. going into your subconscious. Like yeah. Oh, this is what I was gonna say. Yes. It's so funny how remember when we used to go to church or whatever, and you'd be like, "Man, I swear the pastor was talking to me." Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> you go on social media, you see all these damn memes yeah. out of nowhere. It's yeah. like, God damn it, how they speaking to me like this? <laughs> I didn't know I needed to see this. Yeah. Like that's, that's that's mental true. health. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. In a sense, because it's just like, what the f- like. Yeah, you can relate. You can go on and you be like, what is this? Like, mm-hmm. what am I saying? Like, is this really how people, like, the world now? Like, how yeah. stuff is going on? And you know what? It, oh, the other day I was talking to um someone and she was saying just, like, how she feels uncomfortable being, like, natural black woman, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. On a white, predominantly white uh, campus and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my response was their images of us. Their images yeah. people see of other people and things including us that we get of other people too in other places mm-hmm. yeah. on social media where that's all they know. Yeah. yeah. And even amongst ourselves, you know, like I growing up, I didn't see a lot of natural black women. I see it so yeah. much now. We have I access to yeah, see it. Now it's great. I love it. And I can, yeah. you know, I didn't know well, nothing about it. French braids in my hair. I feel yeah. good. Not Baby. feeling like I need to burn my hair off. Baby. You know, <laughs> I was I a newborn with a perm, okay? I was right. a newborn with a perm. <laughs> <laughs> My mother was like, I'm not about to deal with this. Mm-hmm. But that's that's what she knew. Girl, I will never forget. I was in elementary school. First day back to school. Mm-hmm. We had the videos. Remember we had the box? <laughs> Channel 23. Remember the box? Yeah. Videos? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but anyway, good all day. But huggies. You know what I'm saying? Big popsicles like yes. shit. <laughs> I never forget. So like, yeah, it was time to go back to school. And I wanted my little first day back to school look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I told, yeah. I told, honey, hook me up with the Tony Braxton. I want the wedding wavy. Mm. Okay. Killing them. Girl, I just saw the video when she was in the shower. Like it was raining. Her hair was like wet. Yeah. yeah. I was a little kid. It's some grown ass shit, right? I'm like, I want the wedding wavy. She was just like, you don't have the texture for that. Wow. But I didn't. I didn't. But I did. Uh-huh. I didn't but know. But you didn't know. Yeah, because had I perm. had perm since Me day too. one. Me too. Wow. So and I didn't know way. that. But fast forward to today and the fact that we mm-hmm. do and have, you have beautiful hair that I'm able to join with other sisters, black sisters, like in different senses. Because we, I mean, I love hair, period. So yeah. I don't I don't give a fuck. Even if it's something I don't wear, mm-hmm. after I can you can, I can still admire. Like that yeah. shit look good. You know what I'm saying? Shortcuts, weeds, whatever, however they lace it, lay it down. If shit look good, it look good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But to join with other sisters who are coming to this awakening with me mm-hmm. and like seeing it, like that shit make me feel good because I ain't getting it from nowhere else. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's just like, we have social media senses where as though you don't have nobody to talk to mm-hmm. in real life, but I can go on here and feel like I'm connected to all these different people yep. in different ways. That's that is a great point. That's, I never that's thought of, that's like a good part of yeah. it. It's one of the positives. It's a lot of positives of social media. Like I said, it's how you utilize it. It's, doing wild or how shit. about it's how we handle it? That yeah. too, because which goes back to mental you health. Too much into it, yes, it which is back. like mental health. Like, how do you handle Hell it? Yeah. <laughs> but some people need it to feel validated. Yeah, they do. I know a lot of losers on them joints. Yeah, in real life, you're not like this. But go ahead. All right, keep making up that bullshit. Or, post. <laughs> you know, I need somebody to tell me I'm beautiful. I need somebody to like my post because that means yeah. they like me. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and I don't like feel that. that in real life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like 
this is my mental health, my mm-hmm. mental health or whatever. Like I get to share me, but in real life, I don't move like, like whatever. Yeah. You know what like I mean? the episode of Black Mirror, where they have people getting the likes and shit. <laughs> or some people take it to heart. Like, yeah. yeah some people take it personal. Might pull up on if you say something, you know? <laughs> I personally don't because it's not worth it. I think it's, I, I don't know. I see it as a good and a bad thing, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to have light to have darkness. So. You do. It's a whole entire. It's a dark web out there. Mm-hmm. So you know mm-hmm. that's a whole other conversation. Do your googles if y'all don't know. But yeah. <laughs> so again, so um, so far our tips for taking care of mental health is acknowledge your emotions. Acknowledge yep. your emotions. Talk to someone, someone close to you that you know that you can trust, that you feel safe with. Yeah. Um, if or, you don't know, mm-hmm. shit. Google, yeah, call a health professional. Yeah, call a health professional, like call a health professional, but like Google in the sense it's like, cause some people like I don't know where to even start, where to call, just yeah, like literally just third whatever, and then Mm -hmm. put your city behind whatever something, just like how do I make this local accessible to me? You know, whatever. Yeah, that's a side thing. It's called therapist today or something like that. I can't think of it right now. But we're gonna research and we're gonna share that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna share that. Share like, great for everybody. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So as we wind this episode down, anything y'all want to close with before we dip? Um, do not feel guilty or be afraid to take care of yourself mm-hmm. because taking care of yourself, even when you have p- people depending on you, taking care of yourself helps you to take care of others. Amen. And you can't take care of no one else if you don't take care of yourself. So it's okay to kind of slow down sometimes, real, real life, smell the roses, like, you know, work and stress and all those emotions are going to be there no matter what stage, what mm-hmm. prayer you are in your life. So it's just like, take time to, you know, just pause for a second, breathe. Like, yeah, it's okay to have a me day. It's okay to just like, yeah, self-care. self-care is so important. So self-care important. is so important. And man, woman, even consider that with your kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like consider that with your kids. Sometimes, like they just need a break too. They just need some time too. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, take care of yourself. Love you guys. <laughs> Love you too. I'm a nature freak. I I go sit by the water. I just came from the waterfalls. Oh, so, okay. that sounds so zenful. <sighs> yeah, it was it was great. And you know, I think it's really important, like you said, acknowledge your emotions. You know, feel those emotions. You know, really mm-hmm. really take yourself through it. Yeah, and you know, once one. you go through it, once mm-hmm. you go That's through it, reflect on it. Mm-hmm. Know where you want to change. Mm-hmm. Learn how you can change, mm-hmm. and then change. You know, continue that's to work good. on changes. You say some good shit yeah. right there. I hope so. You did because that's me. like I feel like those are the ingredients to growth. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. In order for you to get past or get out of something, you have to go through no matter how much it hurts. Yeah, you got to You got to go through. You got to recognize it, it, feel it. Yep. And then reflect on when you reflect on it. Like, damn, mm-hmm. I made it through that. Nah, yep. You're right. Definitely. Like I was just say like piggyback what you said, Shadana. Just doing like a self audit, mm-hmm. basically, to figure out like. What could be what's bothering you? How can you like re- resolve the situation that's bothering you? And speak to somebody, and if not, worst case, get professional help. Mm-hmm. So definitely, I think that all plays a part. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Miss Lita. Thank you guys. Shot, thank shot. you guys. Appreciate you. What's thank up? you, CC. Appreciate you. Yeah, you <laughs> all right. So uh, appreciate appreciate y'all for listening. So you can follow uh, the podcast at Thoughts Pending on Twitter, Thoughts Pending Pod on IG. And remember to rate, comment, subscribe. And that's all the time. Until next time, we out.